Hey, it's Thursday, June 16th, and this is episode 7 of... Oh, man. Never gets old. Yeah, it's good to hear that. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? It's been a while. It has been a while. It's a Thursday show. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I, uh, it's just because you've been on so many vacations, really. You've been traveling. I went on one vacation. That was it? Yeah. What were the other reasons? You I've just cleaning. been busy as hell, cleaning and, and doing things. That, it's none of your business what I've been doing. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's no one's business what I've been doing, uh, but I've been very busy. Well, I've yes. just been sitting at That's the fine. table waiting by the microphone. <laughs> good for you. I've been working and sweating like a good little capitalist. There you go. Be a cog. Make that machine run. <sighs> See any good movies? Uh, no, but the show, well, I mean, I have, it's just hard to rattle them off right off the top, but the show we're really loving right now is um, Made for Love with, it's got Ray Romano as the dad in it. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's fantastic. It's like all futuristic. Yeah, I thought everybody loved you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she like, in the first episode, the main character catches him at like fucking a, uh, what he calls a synthetic partner, but you know, mm. a sex doll. <laughs> oh, cool. So... You actually see Ray Romano <laughs> yeah. fucking a sex doll. Yeah. You know, I loved Everybody Loves Raymond, but this is the role he was made for. <laughs> oh, wow. Everybody loves watching Ray Romano fuck a sex doll. Yeah. It doesn't well, need to be in every there's episode. A band, I don't there's know why Evan. they do it, but... Oh, it's in every episode? <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I would... Uh, Thankful for that. What movies have been tickling your fancy lately? Dude, I don't even know if I've seen any. Uh, I Again, I don't remember the last time we spoke... I finished Ozark. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a movie. Did we talk about that last episode? We might have, but it is one know, of the best shows, so that's the way to go. That ending was crap. Anyways, um, mm. we can discuss the ending. I'm I'm good with I'm good with Stran- I'm up on Stranger Things right now. Yeah, I'm behind on which that, which is awesome. But I have heard incredible things, and I'm very excited to jump in. You know what? Let's cut all this bullshit. I'm gonna I'm gonna segue. This isn't gonna ruin anything for Stranger Things for you. But we're we're gonna jump right into our topic, and I'm gonna lead into it with this. There is an awesome um, one-shot shootout scene in Stranger Things. One nice. of the best I've seen in a long time. Children of Men style? Okay. What's that? Children of Men style? Not that long, but it's it's epic. Okay, it's, okay. It's, it's pretty epic. It's a solid, probably at least a solid minute. Um, but it's very well done. It was, it was awesome. And um, it involved a lot of firearms and a lot of bullets and stuff. And since there's been tragedy after tragedy after tragedy left and right in this country due to a firearms epidemic. Um, I'm using that word in in my opinion, I suppose. No, Um, that's what it is, I mean, by definition. Yeah, I mean, school shootings are, yeah, they're an epidemic. That's what I I was going to say earlier. We'll start off with this. They seem to be a a trendy thing to do. Like, it's, again, I don't know the right word. I don't want to say the hip thing or the cool thing to do because that's just totally the wrong words. But for a child with a lot of angst that has mental issues, has issues at home, whatever you want to call it, whatever is troubling this child or this young person that can somehow get a firearm like that in their hands and start taking out their peers or, in this case, children that were young. I, I just... Yeah, it becomes their predominant option is what it is, where they, they look at their options and they think this one will make the biggest scene. And I think it has to do with social media. I don't think we need to really work with that, but the, the, making a name for yourself... Especially when, like, what was this dude? He was just graduated high school. Everybody's going on to college, going on with the rest of his life, and he felt left behind. So he decided, well, I want to be remembered. And he does these kind of things. Was that, was that part of his uh, Well, no. I mean, this is me putting thoughts in his head. But it's just kind of how the incel mindset is, is make, like, make the biggest splash to get your manifesto or mindset out there. And it's, uh, it becomes more and more like the easy option, like I said, to just... Go pick up some heavy-powered weaponry and some body armor and see what you can, how long people will speak your name. Yeah, um, and there's there's the, the common argument. I mean, obviously, and, and we're all coming from, anybody that says this, I'm not, I'm not judging where they're coming from. I respect where they're coming from, and I think it's a noble, a noble place, but I don't think it's the bigger picture. But coming from the mental uh, mental health stance that we have this problem in this country, that's not exclusive to America. I mean, people have mental health issues. I mean, I think a lot of certain cases of them, like as far as like the rampant capitalism and the mental health issues that 
you know, delve from that. Yeah. That's one thing. But, or just, like, the, just the stress in America of, like, you know, the pop culture and stuff, what it can do to kids, for example. But mental health is not exclusive to, to America. So just saying it's a mental health problem clearly is, is just, that's kind of a, it's just a bullshit excuse. Yeah. I mean, the common denominator here is, is these, these assault weapons, and they are always these rifles, the, usually the 5.56. Well, look fire at, a 5.56 NATO round, it's a very high-velocity round through a self-repeating rifle and a magazine that probably holds at least 20, and it does ridiculous amounts of damage to the point where parents had to identify their children based off clothing. Yeah. And that's just fucking sickening, and people want to get all mad about, like, Matthew McConaughey for that shit. It's just like, that wow. drives... That was such a moving speech in my world. I don't care about. I don't. I don't care about that. It was a moving speech if you look at it like from a human standpoint. Like, just yeah. like, like I don't care that he was a celebrity or whatever. But it, I mean, yeah, it was just the point is the man has a platform and he chose to say something when he other times in the past did not. And this happened in the town that he was born. A lot of people were like, "Oh, some guy from Hollywood." It's actually in, no. The, the guy, the man, was born in Uvalde. Yeah, but um, consider it visiting home to go there. I just there. It just seems to me that people care more about their penchant for these these rifles than they do about kids that are just so easily slaughtered by them. Yeah. Well, let's get back to like you know, so, first excuse is mental health, and you're saying you know we're, we don't have a monopoly on mental health. That's an entire world thing. True. And when usually the person spouting off like what we need is more mental health in this country, or look at their uh, what they voted for over the past terms that they've had. And I guarantee you they're voting out money that goes to social services and to mental health. You know, even if you want to, because I'm all about more mental health help. And, but we can also do firearm reform. And I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, let's confiscate all the guns. I don't think it's possible in this country. We have now the, the only, the only answer to that. I mean, you can't, it's just, that's just a, that's just a bullshit rallying cry that the, the, the right likes to use to charge up their constituents. I mean, you know, come and take it like motherfucker. Nobody's coming to take your guns unless you commit a felony. At that point, you probably don't deserve to have them Yeah, because it is a privilege. It's, it's actually not a right. And you know, we're not going to get into the second amendment because people just, just, they just, they're, they're. It's like deliberate ignorance, you know what I mean? They just, ignorance is bliss to them. The fact they just don't want to see what the Second Amendment, like, really stood for as far as, like, the militia and, like, the tyrannical government coming after you and stuff like that. And they just take it as, like, everybody can just have, like, you know, 20,000 freaking guns and just do all this, like, all that crap. And it's just, like, it's just ridiculous. It is. But um, the... The only way that you could really get guns off the street, which there are more guns than people in this country, it's I think it's like 120 guns to every hundred people, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you look at the, the uh, like the, capa- the amount of guns in countries on the list, of course we're at the top. And yeah. again, it's and this isn't just military firearms; it's just for the people, you know, in our in our society. And it's it's more than double, you know, the next country. Yeah. It, it's outrageous how much. And, you know, in 2020, from 2019 and 2020, when the pandemic started, it, uh, gun purchases went up 50% yeah. from the previous year. And I can only gun imagine pr- where it's going now. because Gun people... purchases go up after every school shooting, too. Because we... people think that eventually that hammer is going to come down and you won't be able to get them anymore. You know, and I fucking hope it does. Isn't that indicative to, rifles, like, the shit least. country that this is? That a, that a, that a shooting, instead of... Create, like fostering conversation about what the hell can we do to stop it, people arm themselves quickly... Quickly get as much guns and ammo as we can in case they try to take yeah, it away. Yeah, I mean, there's there's two there's two segments there. There's the there's the gun owners that are just you know rampant gun owners that just have to have as many as they can for whatever reason. Idiots. Um, and then there's the gun manufacturers who yeah. just want to reap in those profits. I mean, again, they're not they're not the guns are not a tool anymore like they used to be. Guns are not the tool that they were when the Second Amendment was written. They no. they are now a um, they're a commodity. You know, I mean, people, you can buy them. They're worth lots of money in some cases, and it makes a lot of people millions and probably billions of dollars. I mean, I know the NRA went bankrupt recently, yeah. but... Uh, Gun manufacturers made $63.5 billion in profit. Okay, so there you go. Combined, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and these aren't... Um, and, and again, like the, these are tools that are designed specifically to cause damage to flesh, okay? To human bodies, to animals... Whatever. Okay, so don't tell me like, oh, we got to ban cars. The primary reason of a car is to is for transportation to get you places. Okay, these things are these are it, it is people that are profiting off of a tool that just kills. 
destruction. Okay. It's a destruction tool. That's it. And then in, in some cases, like I am a gun owner. I have a handgun. In some cases, it is simply for occasionally going to the range. I keep it clean. And other than that, it's defense. Yeah. It's never going to come out with me anywhere into the streets. I'm not going to walk around with it on my hip no. because I want, like, I don't even want to call that type of attention to myself. Yeah. But I have it for emergency situations for my family at my home in my bastion. and to occasionally take it to the gun range legally and shoot that's that that is gun owner should do yes and i'm not so that so but again there there is there is a gop talking point saying like you know we are not going to take away um the second amendment for for law-abiding citizens you know what i mean and like that's okay so we're not going to take these guns away anymore but i think that they really shouldn't be sold Continu- like continuously, and we, we I want to circle back to the point where uh, we were saying about how we can get them off the streets. The only way is just to try to incentivize people to to do the right thing, and yeah. like buyback. You know how many how many fucking school shootings is it exactly buyback programs, and that's basically it. You you get your law enforcement, your local law enforcement, all the way up to you know the state level and the federal level, and you get as many campaigns as you can. You know what I mean, and get these buyback programs, you know, set aside some money to it instead of, you know, take it out of the military industrial complex. You know what I mean? I mean, they're proven to work. (laughs) It'd be different if it's like, let's try these new things. It's like, no, let's do what other countries have done successfully, manipulate them how we can for our society and and see if they work. Trials, do them in small cities. It's got a lot brighter in here, didn't it? I didn't feel it. All right. I'm going crazy. Maybe that sip went right to your head. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't remember. Well, studies have shown that that's worked by oh, program. Yeah. And you know, it, it's also been shown that where you have more guns, you have uh, more violence. And as simple as that sounds, it, it, it's more than that. It's like, if you have a gun in your home, it's proven that you have now in your life created 200% more chance that you or someone in your family will, sh- will get shot with that gun and suicide rates by gun go up if you have the gun in the house. So yeah. you can look in a County and just look at how many guns they have, and it's gonna. If they have more guns than the county next to them, they're gonna have more gun deaths. Sure. So then, you know, zoom out. America has more guns than the rest of the world. We have all these problems. It's just that we don't. We we just blow by it. You know, we're gonna talk about the the insurrection uh, hearings here in a bit, but, um, you know, it's like that. That is really important, and we need to pay attention to that. But we really need to be paying attention to the gun reform stuff. What. We, we looked up just previously before the cast was what was in the latest uh, legislation that the Senate passed. Yeah. And it is such a watered down pile of shit. Yeah. It's, it's like harsher background checks between 18 and 21. No, you know, that, that's, well, there's, that's not at all what we want. There's never going to be the context that you want to, to like the in-depth, like, I mean, like that's, that's, I they're just trying to that. pass legislation as fast as possible right now to shut people up. But like. Getting really in depth with these laws, I mean, is going to be extremely difficult with all the lobbyists. I mean, it's, it, again, it's it's all about capitalism. They went from a tool to a commodity. It's p- people are going to lose money, and people don't want to lose money. And money is more important yeah. than the lives of gun victims, even children. Yeah. So what I and everybody wants to know, and you want to know, is what is it going to take to really create some change and what is it going to take to get people up off their ass to create that change to get things moving because i mean if if it's not a bunch of kids getting slaughtered for the umpteenth fucking time you know what i mean exactly yeah you know what i mean and it's not there's there's a lot of options that people want to want to throw out there and i'm not again i'm not trying to say the, 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 the that they're meritless options you know um we'll talk about school resource officers in a second sros but um we took a little clip from John Oliver, and I don't know if this is fucking legal or not, what I did here, but uh, we took a clip from John <laughs> Oliver, and um, it's really, We're it's, new. yeah, it's just, it's hilarious, and this, he's, um, actually, the next one that we'll get to right after this will astonish you, the stat that we're going to start off with, but this is what John Oliver had to say about what he thinks the issue is, and we're in line with that. Yeah. It's gun control. It's meaningful, effective gun laws, but that hasn't stopped some from desperately pitching absolutely anything other than that as a solution. The only solution is Christ Jesus and being able to get (laughs) some type of spirituality and prayer back into our schools. Okay, so obviously that's not the only solution. That's fucking absurd. That that's not a solution at all. Thoughts and prayers are not a solution at all. So 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 like it was asking like the first part of the question, what is it gonna take to get people up off their asses to to have some solutions? What are their solutions? And a lot of the people on the right 
and some of the centrist left just say uh, school resource officers or arming the teachers. We can talk about both. But a lot of uh, that episode from John Alford was talking about um, school resource officers and actually how they don't. A lot of times, unfortunately, what happens is, and especially in, in um, like urban areas where there's minority kids in those schools, is the school resource officers are basically just there arresting kids. You know what I mean? They're not there to protect them from a shooter. Yeah. They're just arresting them. You know what I mean? It's just, and that that's at that point, you know, I mean, kids aren't <laughs> all it's going to do is just make kids more pissed off anyways. Yeah. Um, and didn't you say that the out of the 179 they studied or whatever, what was the stat? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was going to get to that. Oh, my bad. Um, oh no, it's cool. But th- th- having a school resource officer there to protect somebody with, with just a firearm as well. First, that's, that's another thing I want to get to just a handgun is not going to do anything against against somebody who's wielding a rifle that fires that five five six round. Like it's not. If they don't have body armor and they get a shot in, you know, they they might do they might do some damage quickly. Who knows? But as far as like the lethality of the weapons, you know what I mean. At long range, that shooter can take out a guard with a with a forty five or something. Probably has something like that. Even like a nine mil, which is a higher velocity round, but still. At long range, that shooter is going to be a lot more accurate against somebody like that. And when you, if you want to arm a teacher, that's not going. To, what are you going to do? You're not going to give them another, you know, an AR and just put them in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Arming hey, kids, the teachers is the yeah, most exa- ridiculous one I've heard. Like, exactly, t- and, these people didn't train. If you, if anybody knows any teachers, I would say <laughs> the majority of them did, like have no training at all to want to ha- handle firearms. And then you know the joke of they can't even choose what literature to put in the school, and you want to give them guns. It's, it's just asinine to even think that these arguments have any validity. Why we give them any kind of... Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, the teachers have to buy their own school supplies in a lot of instances, <laughs> man. Like, you can't... You know, you don't... You want to strip away, like, learning materials for kids and, like, books and stuff that you're afraid of, but you're willing to... You know, you don't want any budget for that. You want to strip the budget out of all that shit. But you're really, I mean, you, you you do understand you're going to have to pay for ammo. You're going to have to pay for these firearms. Well, you want the teachers to pay for the firearms that they don't want to have to carry. Yeah. You're going to take care of their training. And by the way, are they going to be able to train more than the police? You're going to have a budget for that? Because most cops only have to qualify with their weapons a couple times a year. Like <laughs> the feds are a little different, but they don't have the ammo. They don't have the budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the fact is, when you think about it, people that love buying up their guns and people that love to shoot them all the time are the ones that are training the most. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing scarier than somebody that might be, in a lot of cases, misinformed, uneducated, and uh, having steadfast conviction with a firearm in their hand. Yeah. That you, terrifies the fucking shit out of me. You think about it, too. That if, if teachers are to be armed, then every classroom has a gun in it now? <laughs> like, when I was a kid, I wasn't that good of a kid. You know, I wandered to school when I wasn't supposed to and tried to get into things I wasn't supposed to. I never had any thoughts of finding weaponry, you know? Yeah, and you can't hide this from these kids anyways. They watch the news, and they're living in the social <laughs> media world, not when we were going to school, you know? You can't yeah. hide this shit. They're going to know the teachers. Like, if there's laws enacted, they're going to know those guns are in their schools. Yeah. So it, it could just, even create more issues. But it just seems like such a, not, like a, not even a Band-Aid. Just like a distraction, another distraction, when all we're asking for is common sense gun reform. You look at where the loopholes are and address them. Mm-hmm. You know, gun shows are a problem. Address it. The the Charleston loophole. I didn't even know about that until the Uvalde shooting. But yeah. uh, in Charleston, there was a shooting at a at a black, predominantly black church. And um, and you probably oh, that, remember this. that the weird white... kid that looked like he had like the penis head haircut, yeah, 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 and they yeah. gave him Burger King. Yeah, they with gave the punchable him face. Yeah, yeah. He, fuck uh, that guy. He went to get a gun uh, right before this shooting, and they started doing a background check. But because it went over three business days, that takes too long. He gets the gun. No background check, and then he goes and kills a bunch of people. It's now that it's a it, Charleston loophole. That's what it's called. And like that to me, okay, there it happened. I see it. Let's let's address it. Don't leave it out there. Like why we are, you know, eighteen to twenty one is going to be a harsher background check for three days. Yeah. Fuck you. You know, it's nothing. They do nothing, and then we just move on until the next shooting. And we had like ten in fourteen days. Yeah, and it's like it's really hard to move on from all these shootings. I mean, yeah. Well, here you go. Here's some statistics. This is from uh, the Sandy Hook Promise, which you know, if you say that's a conspiracy, then seriously, shut the fuck up. That's a non-starter. Starter, you're a douchebag. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 
Like Alex Jones is a fucking oh man. When they we could the have f- a whole episode on that turd. <sighs> oh my god, money hungry. Anybody that believes him is literally like you are just you're you've been had yeah to the extreme. But okay, each day each day twelve children die from gun violence in America, and another thirty two are shot and injured. Guns are the leading cause of death among American children and teens. One out of ten gun deaths are age nineteen or younger. And oh wow, for children. Firearm deaths occur at a rate more than five times higher than drownings. You think drownings would be a lot more, you know? Kids are always. It like, used to be car accidents. That's what well, that's what yeah. led it until like 2020, and then yeah, sure, it was gun deaths from that 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 point on. This is to our children. Every kid in America, the leading cause of death is gun violence, and yet we still can't really have the conversation. Yeah, and this is just guns in general. And again, I mean, like I, when it comes to handguns, there's there's certain I don't know. Guns in general, it's just, it's so, it's such a tough argument, man. They're just, like, I get it. The self-defense thing for handguns at home, I think, is still there, and people have shotguns and whatnot, but I don't know. I definitely don't think that you need, you don't need a weapon as, as efficient as as that rifle that can fire, that five five six round. Yeah. You know what they, I mean? They, Again, it's self-repeating. Magazines, 20 rounds or something. I mean, the, the velocity of those rounds, they'll just, they'll tear right through you. They'll destroy you. Owners of those guns like to think that, like, this is my last resort if the government comes down to get me, you know? Mm. So they're ready just in case. Like, I'm going to need this kind of firepower to take down the government. And then the government, like, you could not compete. Yeah. It, it just, like, I get it. And that, that, that has some, you know... I can see that a little bit in the sense of tyranny and in the face of tyranny, but I think we're beyond that in this society, you know, mm-hmm. that you just would be kooky in that moment. You may have a crew of militia members in a U-Haul with you, but you're still incorrect and you're not going to do anything with your weapon to take down the government. No. So they there is drones no that they can probably just, you probably, I'm sure a lot of you just have all of your guns in one place because it looks cool and stuff like that. Oh, you yeah. know? I mean, some of you might have them strategically placed throughout the house, which if you don't have kids, you're the only one that lives there. I mean, yeah, sure, that's cool. I wouldn't, whatever. I guess you have every right to do that. Yeah. Hopefully, people aren't coming to your house that often, like sitting your lazy boy and hit a switch and all of a <laughs> blow their nuts off with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. But I assume most of the people that are, are like gun nut, crazy, hungry people that, you know, have they probably have most of their weapons all in one place or all in a gun safe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if the government really wanted to, they're just going to fucking bomb your house with a drone. You know, like, you don't have that type of technology. But regardless, they're not going to come take your weapons. No. If you're doing something really awful, you know, like, joining, like, a militia group that happens to be, like, a right-wing extremist shit and, like, going into, you know, like, a U-Haul van or something like that (laughs) and, like, going just to basically just try and fuck with some people that are just trying to enjoy a pride event when you could have just stayed home and, you know done whatever you did just to get for just, those that don't know because this is a really cool story is that this white supremacist group went uh traveled to idaho from front. yeah patriot front patriot front shit. yeah um and there were 31 of them and they got caught because somebody at the hotel they were at called the police and in <laughs> like the quote is that uh there looks like a small army getting into a u-haul yep. <laughs> i can only imagine this little bitty you know being sure. like oh my better call and say and so they pulled him over and yeah they had like riot shields and smoke grenades all kinds of crazy shit and what were they planning to do at a pride parade they were just gonna go and fucking cause mischief hopefully i mean who knows like who knows what they would have done fucking lunatics it smelled like fucking incel depressed fucking whatever in there yeah i know they're all like it's hilarious (laughs) oh my god probably smelled so bad in there yeah 31 of them in a U-Haul. Yeah. I would have loved to lift the door, though, as the cop. Like, oh, get oh. out. <laughs> get out. You're all idiots. You oh, hear man. a lot of zippers being zipped up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, though. I mean, if that's like, I have nothing wrong with gay people. But, I mean, yeah. Seems like they could have been in there touching each other. Hey, the more, weird more incel energy. If that's what you want to do in a U-Haul, I don't care. But you start getting all militia hungry and... Wanting to cause riots. Now, go get out of society, hopefully. Yeah, I know. Anyways, you're going to a Pride Fest to protest, and you show up there crammed into a U-Haul with a bunch of dudes? <laughs> Seems like you're I mean, proud. like, yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you just own it? Why don't you just show up to the Pride Fest and have a good time? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, hey. the statistics that really bother me a lot, which is another preventable way to do things, to, to look for signs, you know what I mean? And this is another thing I was going to get to about, uh, like, again, there's, there's in a lot of schools, they have more funding for school resource officers than they do for counselors, you know what I mean? And you got to, 
a lot of, I saw a great meme where it's just like these kids just need school shooters like before they become school shooters just need to be loved and I feel like that really is everything man like it's 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 so easy to damage the psyche of a child from the get-go from the beginning like you can traumatize them for their entire life when they're when their mind is really first like that sponge starting to soak things up you know they can start to think that like huge infractions or really scary instances could be the way of the world so they just you know they become defensive they become you know it just who knows what can be done to a child as they grow up and I think that's what really could solve a lot of these issues yeah. and behaviorism one hundred and one. You know, the the more hostile and, home environment creates more hostile children. And there's and there's ways to if we if there's not even counselors in schools that can like see this type of behavior, but instead you have school resource officers going around and arresting these types of kids and stuff. I mean, like, I feel like there 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 are ways that you can't see these things coming. But then, in four out of five school shootings, at least one other person had knowledge of the other attackers' plan plan, but failed to report it. You know, again, what if like maybe putting school resource officers in there and having these kids being harassed instead of having a counselor that can try and speak to them, you know, a professional yeah, can try and speak to them and get on their level might prevent these types of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it just, it I don't know. It seems like the logical path, but so no, before, <laughs> we're going to talk about doors. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have one door. Yeah. Let's have one door. Don't yeah. clear it with your fire marshal, but yeah. let's have one door. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, I mean, the good guy with a gun didn't help at all. I mean, you saw an entire police force stand down. Like, oh, I just, man. That's sickening. <laughs> that I mean, was like, ridiculous. But anyways, I mean, let's let's uh, let's look at this, for example. Um, this was a woman. Uh, I have her name here. Important to give people credit. Her name is Jill Peterson. She's an associate professor of criminology and criminal justice at, um, I believe it was Hamline or, or Hamline College. And uh, out of a study of 159 school shootings, there were actually somehow more casualties and more damage at the schools that had school resource officers. Listen to her talking about it here. So when we've looked at this um, and looked at school shootings and attempted school shootings, what's remarkable is that when you have armed officers on the scene, you actually see more casualties. Often because that perpetrator is suicidal, they're familiar with that school, they know that officer is there, and so they come in heavily armed. So again, I mean, you, I mean, again, you made a good argument though. Like, don't they come heavily armed anyways? And you're right. I mean, they do, but I think who, who's to know, like the, the shooter Givaldi showed up with two rifles and he left one of them outside of his truck. Maybe it's because he noticed the school resource officer wasn't there or something. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I don't want to speculate like that, but at no, the same I'm, time, I'm I mean, creature if, of statistics, if somebody comes and what she just said is indisputable. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, dude, I think they would all come very, very highly but it, my, when we had listened to the quote before the cast, and I said, yeah. but don't they just come up highly right, armed then. constantly? And But then he was like, well, wouldn't they, if, and then they wear armor. But it would probably change the psyche and their plan to be way more strategic and have more firepower to take down the authorities, you know, and and, so, and they're not working. It's, it's not like gunfight. these SRO are, are, are like across the board doing great things, you know, that they're, they're stopping shooters. It'd be different there if was, that was happening, but that's th not even happening. There were two instances in the past 20 years where an SRO stopped a school shooting. Yeah. So, I mean, more power to them. Huge fucking heroes. Sure. I love those people. Fuck yeah, man. Without looking into them, but I, I, I imagine mean, they were great. And but think about it. If, not if, cops, if cops don't even have to qualify more than once or twice a year to have firearms, and they're the ones that walk around the streets carrying them, you know what I mean? They're supposed to protect people or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fucking, you can't expect a teacher to just start doing that all of a sudden. Again, like, you're always talking about, especially these, you know, fiscal conservatives, you know, you want to be real conservative with our spending, you know, and all that shit. Where I mean, where's the budget? You don't want to get books. You don't want to get pencils. You don't want any type of uh, education reform at all for the kids in this country. You know what I mean? You fucking college charged fucking people out the fucking ass. You yeah. know, like, education in this country is a fucking joke. It's a sham and it's a racket. Yeah. So don't tell me you want to start putting guns in teachers' fucking hands when you don't even pay them enough and they don't have the resources they need to give a child a proper education. It's just fucking, it's just, when you think about it, it just seems so absurd. I, I don't, I, I just really hope that people aren't just, I feel like a lot of times people are just latching onto these absurd ideas just because they want to get people like me, especially, you know, can see I'm emotional sometimes. They just want to get me riled up and like, why would you want to do that? Like, what? <laughs> it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It just seems so... Like such common sense to just like but so many people not introduce more guns into schools where kids are getting killed. Yeah, I mean that of course. But to me, from conversations I've had with uh, you know people that follow the MAGA cult, um, and even with the insurrection hearings and gun violence, it's like it's the way it's always been. It's the way it's always been. 
And it's like, what? I don't understand why why you think that change isn't possible. But it's, it's just a cop out. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to look at, at that information. I don't. I don't care. It's the the distractions really work. You know that we even discuss the doors, and we discuss arming teachers, and we discuss SRO people. That like now there's three that we can dispute uh, with facts and say these are probably not going to work. But individually, to the non you know research type person, they're going to say like, oh okay, well they're thinking of something. They're trying out yeah. some ideas here. When no, they're not. They're just throwing darts at a wall for no purpose other than to distract you so they can't make any moves. Yeah, it really is all about distracting. It is. And it's all about money. Congress oh, yeah, stalls. It down. But again, really, that that is, in the end, the common enemy is not each other. It is the, it is the people that... Profit. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, is, it is lobbyists and it is corporations, and they have politicians in their pockets. You know what I mean? Like this, I, there isn't... Most Republicans that leave office are go to lobbying firms and become lobbyists because they see, oh, well, that's where the real money is. Mm-hmm. And if that's not telling, you know, there's another spot to go, hey, that might be an issue. Let's make that not possible anymore or something. But, yeah. you know, that's, that's a whole other situation. But either way, it's just yeah. it's and really Citizens easy to Citizens United, see. man, for real. Yeah. Like that, that really needs to end. And I think I think that's a big, that's. Honestly, it's something that not enough people are talking about. If you want gun legislation, you know what I mean? Get fucking gun money out of politics, and it'll be a lot easier to... I mean, it does seem like the constituencies of the of the red states still, I mean, are big... You know, they're big enough and powerful enough voting blocks that, that love their guns that that's probably still going to be, again, an, an issue for them. But I feel like it'd be a lot easier for... I mean, if you get dirty money out of politics, if you end Citizens United, which for those of you that know or don't know is basically just allowing any type of money from any corporation to flow to any candidate, whatever. And again, you know, this sways legislation and stuff to benefit these corporations. So Corporations are considered people in this yes. country. <laughs> so again, this, this is the biggest ones in this country, at least the most diabolical ones in my in this country, and I'd probably say at least the, the three biggest ones would be pharmaceuticals, healthcare. I don't even want to lump those two together. They're both separate because, you know, just medical insurance alone. Yeah. Um, and then the gun lobby. I mean. Oil's big. Oh, yeah, sure. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> but oil again, oil yeah, oil generates the whole machine. The other things yeah. are more of like. I, I heard, you know, Biden wrote like that open letter to tell him, you know, you need to do more for gas to bring wow. gas prices down. Yeah, big moves. But. The, Great one, the, Biden. The, the argument they came back with, like, we, we've done enough. We're at 97% capacity. And if and then, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. And then uh, to follow that up, it was like, with the way you want to move to renewable energy, we need to plan ahead and make profits because they're going to go out of business. So they are literally gouging us. When Biden yeah. says, hey, you need to get more gas out there, they go... Nah, because of renewable energy coming in, we need these profits to sustain our. Yeah, and there's they are they are they are making record profits right now too. They are. Yeah, we're. (laughs) And there was legislation that was that a bunch of republic. I think every Republican voted it down. And the simple thing, it was literally just something about capping capping the prices and not allowing them to go up or something like that. And I could be wrong, but I do know there was some legislation that could have eased eased some pain at the pump that every Republican voted down. Oh, of course. Why would they? Even if they wanted to, even if they thought it was a good idea, it would be under the Biden administration, and there can be no wins. That's all they care about. Well, again, the fiscal conservatives, the one you know, the ones that don't have they're they're not regulatory. You know what I mean? They don't have any restrictions. They don't have anything holding holding back. Like you know, the just the foaming at the mouth, rampant capitalistic bulldog that is the fucking you know the the people that drive this country through our economy and money and shit like that and their grease and palms as legislators man like that has always been the conservative side yeah you know what i mean always been about just making that money at all costs it's so every 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 democratic president that comes in there they're going to raise gas prices they're going to make it people are going to they're going to make it seem like people are saving less money yeah it's all a show you know it it, The only, Biden, Biden again is only guilty of that insofar as that he's you know at least ostensibly pushing for renewable energy. Yeah, um, it does. But so those days are done. And then, then obviously, obviously through what through what Sean just said through that letter, they're just like you know you're pushing for renewable energy and we need to make money. So clearly, I mean that's that's I mean they just said it right there. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not trying to praise Biden or anything, but it's just no. This, that's how this is how black and white things have become. Trump 
is not as, or I'm sorry, Biden is not as powerful of a, um, what's the word? Like the, he's, he's not as much of a cult of personality, clearly not even close as fucking Trump is. That's why Trump is so dangerous. That's why you can literally just be like, yes, Trump alone is a dangerous person. Yeah. Like I can blame, you can blame a lot of things because of Trump, because of the way that he just like foments this, this anger and like this, this, the repercussions. For, yeah, for, sure. For just the things he says and the, the, the people, I mean, he led people to the insurrection, which is what we're going to get to next as we approach here. But I just, I just want to say that again, our common enemy Americans, whether you're on the right or the left, it is not each other. It is the people with billions and billions of dollars and sway on Capitol Hill. And that is the gun lobby. Mm-hmm. And we have to start with them as well. If we want gun reform, that yeah. is another huge thing. The, the, the March for life that happened a few days ago, uh, 400 plus different, um, locations where people were out protesting, uh, I don't know. It said thousands, but with 400 locations, I would think hundreds of thousands, but I don't know. Um, you know how I feel about protesting. I mean, get on the streets if you're angry and get out there, but I don't think that has any sway with any 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 legislation. They have to vote against their own better interest. Um, and, ju- and just something I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about the amount of money flowing into the Republican coffers, uh, it goes into the Democratic coffers as well, if not just equally and you and the thing that bothers me is you can you can check this out you know that they have a salary so you can look at how much they're worth how much their worth has grown since they've become a congressman you're talking about citizens united as well what is that i mean i know what that is but what do you mean you're talking you're just saying like democrats have has have made as much money from well, lobbying just, firms as yeah, yeah well yeah, yeah that, i mean uh, absolutely across the board there, but the, the, there shouldn't be don't any corporate it. interest or money in any legislation in this country like no it, it, it's what is that doing? It's only swaying opinion towards the corporations, not the people's choice. Stifles and stifles innovation. <laughs> Lean well. him back. <laughs> That's because I've talked too much and I want, I don't know, but Sean, Sean knows a lot more about the January 6th committees. And I think we should, uh, transition to that while we're approaching 40 minutes here. All right. Um, well, for those of you I mean, not I've watching, you I should be. Say. You should be. Oh, well, you want to get, you want to wrap no, up said, the guns? No, stuff? I said, I think I've, I mean, that's, it's, I mean, think, it's as simple as that. The problem is guns. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. It was just... refreshing though, <laughs> as refreshing as it could sound after the Evaldi shooting that, um, you came at, you said, you know, like I've, I've come around. Yeah. I guess we should end it with that because I mean, or end this, this particular mm-hmm. topic with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I am a gun owner. I did want to get a, um, I really wanted to get a freaking six hour rifle. Um, again, I don't like to call them ARs or assault rifles because, again, a lot of people on the left still don't seem to understand that AR doesn't mean assault rifle. Armalite. Yeah, it's 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 a company. But anyway, you know what bothers me though? I mean, it's a meme, but it's uh, it's funny. Is that they give a shit about AR but pronouns? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, but anyways, again, that's why I just refer to them as you know rifles that fired that. I mean, they are assault rifles, but I won't call them ARs. It's an it's an assault. It's a rifle that fires a five five six NATO round. Well, that's what our military fires. It's a five five six round. And it's a very high velocity round, and it's very deadly. Yeah. Okay, that's why our military uses it, and it's these things are deadly at fuck man, like a thousand yards if you're a good shot. You know what I mean? Like a really good shot. Yeah. Um, you still kind of want one. <laughs> well dude i mean shooting's fun but you know what i i i'm gonna I, I have like a, i'm gonna range. have a kid in like, like a, i'm gonna have a kid in like a month and a half and i just can't like i don't know man it's just not i saw a picture there was there's this one little boy man and again i'm i have i have a three-year-old and i'm having another boy it's not like i you know wouldn't feel bad for the for the poor girls that were killed too but there was a one kid from uvalde and um all it took was just him looking fucking fly dude like, he had this awesome shirt on, you know what I mean? And he had his hair parted, and he just looked awesome. He looked like he was just ready to fucking go in there and slay the fucking day. And it just it killed me, man, because I've always... The one image I've always had when I, you know, when my wife was pregnant with Owen is just, like, the day that I'm going to be watching my son get on a school bus or something and, like, seeing him from behind with his little backpack. Looking dope. Yeah. <laughs> so it fucked with me, and I can't... And, and you know, I'm not going to say that, like, because I knew of this information before McConaughey made that emotional speech or whatever, but um, I knew that that one girl's face was completely destroyed from this ammunition, from this type of gun, which is the favorite amongst all these shooters, okay? It is this gun in particular. I don't think it should be in the hands of civilians moving forward. I've come to that conclusion now. I just don't. And I don't think that the government's ever going to take them away. 
Um, I don't think that that's possible. I think the best they can do is offer the gun buyback programs and really start pulling on people's fucking heartstrings because I don't know what the fuck else it's going to take. It keep the conversation going. Is yeah. it? Is just don't. It's it, when somebody's like, oh, I don't really want to talk about that. Be like, you have to, because kids are dying. That girl that had. I don't want to sound insensitive. What you, the, the little girl you just yeah, described. Sorry. Her face was just so destroyed that she had to be identified by a green Converse shoe with a heart that she drew on it. That's yeah. how her parents identified her. And, the, and earlier that day, her parents were there with her while she received an honor roll award. Mm. The parents left the school and said, see you later. And then they'll never see her face again. It's just, it's unfathomable the kind of despair this shit creates. So at this point, here's here's what I would say to you, at least for fucking starters, okay? Let me finish this with one because I know some conservative people listen to this. What if, if you already have if you already have your 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 rifle, you have one right now. I'm telling you the government's not gonna take it from you. You don't no. commit felonies, you you continue to be a responsible adult. You know what I mean? That rifle's never gonna take a life. This is America. Okay. Yep, you'll have it. So why at that point like is it really is it really that big of a deal for you to not be able to get another one? You know, like, what about future generations? You know what I mean? Like, if you want to legally leave your weapon to your son someday when they're an adult, I mean, we need to have laws that are going to curtail that to a certain point, you know, once it gets to that, because, you know, people are going to speak about that as well. If we if we cease the sale of ARs, um, I just used AR, of assault rifles. <laughs> Get your pronouns if, right. If we, cease, if we cease the sales of those, you know what I mean, then there's people are going to pass them down to their kids eventually, you know, and that's, again, you know, kids that can be in high school or whatever, but maybe you could said age limits there, but the point is, I mean, if you already have your weapon, like, do, do you need more? Do you other people need more? Do you really think it should be that easy? Well, they think it, and you like, know what? Fuck the January 6th insurrection stuff right now. We were, I, I want to keep going. Into that, but okay. But so <sighs> if we don't get into it, you should be watching it. At least watch highlights of it. If you think it's a one side, the January 6th insurrection hearings, if you think it's one sided, we offered all the Republicans and they offered us like to add somebody to it. And they offer us Jim Jordan who covers up sexual assault. Be like, all right, well, you know, we're not going to take you seriously. We'll take Cheney and Kinzinger and move on. But it's still just a presentation of facts. It's yeah, a presentation it's of what they found. Um, but I want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> if you do, you have a. Do you, we'll make. All right. I've literally watched it all. Okay. Well, make your. Was it going to be a final point about firearms? No, I was just fired up. I just fucking hate it, and it's. I know, man. It's just. I feel again, like we could keep going and going, and, and it might inform and keep people like for argument's sake. If you're a conservative, the way you just appeal to the conservative side and saying if you have an an, an AR, then. Uh, you know, what's the point? Why are you fighting so much? And like, d like dive into the research behind it. Look at statistics and say, like, since I, I'll have I'll have my gun, you know, uh, then I, I'm fine. I can support background checks. I can support loophole closures because I have my gun. And probably you want people to get your guns legally. 90% of Americans all want background checks to be pretty fucking thorough. And yet, you know, we don't make these moves. But, um, oh, what was I going to say? No, nope, lost it. I think people, I think... Again, I think a lot of conservative people and gun owners, they just, they jump to the extreme immediately. They just start being like, bah, you know, they're going to take our guns away. And it's oh, just, that's what it is. It's, it's a it's rallying the, cry, but it's bullshit. You it's, know the, what I mean? it's the crack door idea of like a little legislation leads to a lot more. Yeah, sure. And I was wondering your opinion on it because I don't think that's true at all. I think then a yeah. lot of things would go the way I would like them to with a little bit. You know, but it, it, it but that, so many arguments are like, yo, that's just the beginning. That's the ball rolling well, they're down. They're worried about like opening the floodgates. Of, yeah. Like, then they'll just take our weapons away immediately. Well, I mean, you know, I think we need to do whatever the fuck needs to be done to the point where we don't have any more fucking school shootings. And there's already, okay? there's already so we do moves. what we need to be done so we don't see school fucking shootings anymore. Or a decrease. Maybe next year we have the same amount. I'm not going to say I'd be happy with it, but I'd be happy with some kind of change. But if you're, if you're only getting an increase every year, then something needs to change. And to say that, you know, it's just opening the door to gun confiscations, whatever, then why do we have background so checks at all? We don't need a, we that don't, was the door opener in God, your mind. This country's in so much fucking debt, dude. We don't, we don't have the money to go to war with our citizens. We just don't want people to, to kids or anybody to go anywhere and worry about being fucking killed yeah. by a fucking lunatic anymore. That has a fucking firearm that got it so somehow where and all we're talking about is them not being able to get it so easily. Yeah. And everybody's just automatically like, you're gonna take our fucking guns and whatnot. Like it's not it's not that an eighteen year old should not be able to get a weapon like this. Honestly, I don't think you should be able to get one until I don't fucking know. When can you rent a car? A car is a pretty deadly thing, right? You're all saying well, cars you can do are that real at deadly. 18. You can rent a car at eighteen. I thought it was twenty five. 
I don't know. Bam Margera smashed that car up pretty good. I think they were young. Dude, fucking, he didn't rent that. Yeah, he did. Somebody rented it. Well, he rented it. He got the insurance, remember? Well, this is back punishable, punishable by fine <laughs> means legal for a price. That's right. And they probably had money. Regardless, <laughs> but I mean, there, way, there should I, be... A, I know Drinking, having a beer legally should be the first time. If, if you can't be trusted to enjoy a beer, then you can't be trusted with a gun. Yeah. And, you know, 18, we're, none of us were fully ready for the world at that time. You, it takes a while to figure out how everything goes, and you're going to go through ups and downs in your situation. A lot of downs in some situations, a lot of ups in others. But to give someone the opportunity to cause so much destruction, everybody just looks at the statistics and sees the numbers of dead. You know, every one that's dead, there's a ripple effect of sheer destruction in yeah. these families and these lives. Sure. And, you know, that you can't, it's, it's, yeah, a man, a man's one of the teachers who was killed that her husband had a fucking heart attack like a two days later. Two days later, died. those kids had to be man, explained. four kids. Yeah. yeah. Had to have explained why their mother was shot at the school she worked. And then where's dad two days later? I need some comfort here. Oh, I'm sorry. He passed away from a heart attack. Those That's kids crazy. are fucked and it's not their fault. It's our country's fault. Yeah. And it, it just, I don't know. It's, there's, there's no, again, I, it just, it, it seems to me that until we can decrease these instances or just wipe them out altogether, I mean, I just, there, there's clearly, like we said, there's an epidemic, there's a, a trendiness to these, to these things ever since Columbine, you know what I mean? I feel like that really started kickstarting things. It did. And now again, it's just, it's like the go-to maneuver for a kid that's pissed off. So clearly... Clearly, we know that that is an issue. This seems to be something that these kids maneuver towards wanting to do. Yeah, you know. They so say, why? Ahead. So let's look at the. They are all. They are mainly children. Pretty much all of these shooters are kids. They're school shooters. How the fuck should anybody at that point? We should right from there. We should be like, well, nobody for that's eighteen years old should be able to handle one of these weapons. So we can't sell them anymore. Okay, so right away that should be off the fucking board. And at the same time, I mean, anybody that's below a certain Age, honestly, they should wait six months. They should wait a long ass time. There should be there should be legislation in place to have people um, checking out profiles, fucking Reddit, fucking uh, wherever those kids Discord, wherever those kids fucking post all that shit. Like they need to yeah. be, you know you what I mean? To, you should like as the person trying to get the gun, allow that to happen. Sure, like, you can have all my. Here's all my social media I mean, you, profiles. Exactly. I mean, you start seeing. Yeah, exactly. All my. Here's all my social media. Like, yeah, do a whole fucking check every single one of them. You know, but I mean, kids could probably go on there and scrub some shit. You know what I mean? That worries me. Well, you do your best, but there's ways. It's it's never really scrubbed. Yeah, sure. The data is stored. Yeah, I know, but then there's going to be all kinds of legalities. It'll be like, oh, one other searching your data without without legal means. You know, I thought it was erased. Oh, doing they that have it, anyway. Know? Yeah, I know, but again, <laughs> there's people that think it's not happening. There's all kinds of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people believe that they're fucking whatever, eating babies in a or feeding babies into a machine to generate electric power or some shit like that. What the fuck? They're, what? What are yeah, you talking about? Some crazy fucking, I forget, but that might have been another John Oliver episode I saw. <laughs> Or somebody fucking told me just a crazy, crazy ass conspiracy. Yeah, babies for electricity. Mm. It was another. It was like when there was abortion tangents again. You know. What I mean? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can't. We don't even have you know female autonomy in the United States of America. You know, when there were gun uh, shootings, yeah, they mass... want these kids to grow up so they can have guns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Just more gun owners. Yeah, exactly. Just well, what I mean, they're more, they're more tax, they're pa- tax. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's really what they want. You got to pay your fucking taxes. Got to, got to enrich your, you down. enrich it, your masters, man. It holds you down too. Like uh, you know, more power to families that want to have kids and enjoy that. But some families aren't meant to have kids, and if it were to happen and you were forced to have it, it will hold you down from a lot of things because it's a very expensive endeavor. It's a very time intense endeavor if you do it correctly. So you have to it reshape is. your entire life it's to be trivial. more catering. And that takes you out of the, 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 probably the conversation, which is what we need to, you know, is my only defense to all of this is to keep talking about it and showing people the distractions and that nothing ever gets done. And when it does get done, it's bullshit just to make you appeased. 
I just, I don't, I don't understand why it has, like, it's just, well, you know, it's not going to happen to me or, you know, my kids are growing up, you know, but what about your grandkids? Like, what, like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't get to the point where it has to happen to certain people for them to wake the fuck up. There's no empathy. In this you know nation. what I mean? Like, it just, it doesn't. Like, I can't understand as a parent, again, everything you said about being a parent is fucking true. It's yeah. expensive. You lose a huge part of your identity. You know what I mean? But there, it doesn't, there's, there's joys that you can't even, I mean, I can't, I don't know, I guess, I don't know. Oh, no, no, I'm like, not You have to be yeah. a parent to, you know, understand, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, to me, like, I don't, obviously, I don't want anybody to be gunned down. You know what I mean? The, the shit in Buffalo, too, was just ridiculous as well, because that was, you know, a racist incident and that kid that he did scope that place out he knew there was an armed officer there that's probably why he won the gunfight with him too because that guy was a former cop but again i don't know how often he was trained anyways but being a parent you know what i mean i just again i saw that kid i don't remember what his name was um i apologize there are a lot of hispanic names i probably wouldn't even pronounce them properly um but that kid like i said he was just looking so freaking fly and, and I just thought about, up. I thought about my son and I just, you know, I, I couldn't, He's a little I don't know. Kids. I, somebody, I'll tell you right now, somebody would fucking pay if that happened to one of my children at school, somebody beyond the shooter, somebody would pay, somebody would pay. I don't know what that means. Me, I would do something about it to the, I would, somebody would pay some way, somehow, because I wouldn't, I, it just, at the, you know, Parkland. Parents that lost their children are still fighting, yeah, and getting you fighting know assholes it, like it, Alex fucking Jones. Yeah, they go to you know congressional hearings and just tell their story, and it becomes a political. Though that's just a political pawn of another blah blah blah. It's like <laughs> you lost your children and you want to do something. You want to be like, look, something needs to change, and go sit in front of a congressional hearing and speak about it. You're not lobbying anything. You're just trying to show real consequences to people. Yeah, that this could used, be you that, that was the right key, here. That was the key term. You're not lobbying anything, so you have nothing to offer. Yeah, yeah, Anybody yeah. listening, I'm making that money thing <laughs> where I rub my fingers together or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Again, there was that one, yeah, the one father who's been really outspoken from Parkland. Good for um, him. I'm glad he, I remember uh, his face. He, uh, he approached Kavanaugh during Kavanaugh's hearings and went to, like, shake his hand. Kavanaugh wouldn't even acknowledge him, like, turn his back on him and walked away. That's a de- and this is not a, a lobby. A there guy. is video is of a, that. This is a guy that got killed. Or got his he's lobbying got for killed. the life of his daughter. He's not lobbying for some fucking old white dude in a tower with billions of fucking dollars. And one of our Supreme Court justices snubbed him. Yeah. Snubbed him. Didn't even shake his hand for photo's sake. Like, fuck you, period, Kavanaugh. But Do you remember shake that? His goddamn Do you remember hand. that? Yeah, I yeah. remember that. I watched this hearing. It was. Uh, you see where he cried over the beer? You know, like, yeah. it was a comical situation and that he got sworn in for a lifetime appointment to make decisions on our nation is absolutely absurd but the more i learn about each one of them except for you know <laughs> the democratic side they're all garbage amy coney barrett mm. she's part of a cult that you have to call her mother yeah. you know what it's the weird. fuck is she doing making decisions over this nation <laughs> It's like, let's just throw a Tom Cruise so we can mix a little Scientology yeah. into this bitch, Everyone too. needs represented. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Dude, let's talk about the insurrection. I want to learn a little bit. We're at 53 minutes. Just cram this shit in. I talk too much. You fucking talk. I'm going to listen. <laughs> okay. Well, the the point of it that I've been enjoying is that I thought, like, what is the what is this but a distraction? Because I've, we've seen it all. When you're just going to summarize it real nice in a, in a presentation. But no, the first one had an hour and a half of straight up new footage that I had never seen. So Mm -hmm. you get to, you get, and if you watch this footage, that has nothing to do with any side. I mean, it's Republicans, but like, it's not, it's unedited and they are vicious. And this small amount of, of Capitol police officers are trying to defend off a a crazy mob. And, you know, and and then they keep cutting to Trump and showing him, you know, uh, egging him on and then talking about how he's known The, the whole point of it at this point, after all these people speaking is, uh, that he's known about the, that, that, that there was no fraud since the beginning. Everyone from William Barr to his daughter to all around him told him, you're not, this isn't real. Like, and it's not like, because people want to say like, well, if he really believed it, you know, that's what it is. It's like, it doesn't, if you choose to believe something incorrect, it doesn't mean you're now infallible, you know, for believing that. You have enough information, all of your people you hired, oh, his only. administration, 
Because the people that are telling him, you, uh, this isn't real. Like, you, you, you're seriously not. You're barking up the wrong tree. None of this is real. You need to stop. And then he, this, this goes down. And, you know, the, the one today was monotonous and so boring. But um, it was all about Pence and how much he was, yeah. like, from the get, saying nothing Trump's saying is true. And it, to say that he would have some kind of superior power over mm-hmm. this nation to say whatever every, you know, whatever the votes ca- tally to, I'm going to be the supreme ruler in this moment. And they want to argue that it's in the Constitution that the vice president can turn this around or some shit. No, it's just not real, you know? It's uh, a formality for him to accept things and announce it. That's all, man. Yeah. Like, he can't just be like, nope, not going to do it and just run off the fucking floor and just take off, you know? <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> It, it, the, I'd uh, say if you're not going to watch all the hearings, watch the first one, um, at least so far. There's only been three. And the first one was just from front to back. It's got that about, about like an hour and some minutes of just straight footage. And it is chaos and unreal. Um, and then they have the uh, the one capital officer, the woman that uh, she had the head injury from falling into the steps. It was like the first mm-hmm. like, you know break. But she sits there and uh, attests to the whole situation from front to back. She was... I don't know if you, anybody's seen the video footage, but it all started with that bike racket and pushed back by yeah. everybody and knocking down the Capitol officer. She fell and was knocked unconscious off a pole and then hit her head off the concrete step. When she came to, she ran into the firing line and got back up in it until she got pepper sprayed and then was going to the tent to get help from the pepper spray when there was tear gas thrown in. And so they had to evacuate. And that was when she left the area because she was just too fucked up. And she's like, she's like, you know, trembling at moments and she's saying i'm not combat trained like yeah. that's not what we were there for we're uh, we're for crowd control you yeah. know this was an insane war for like an out almost three hours or something and everyone is urging trump and they just keep bringing up more and more and more information showing how much he knew and that he just like please do something stop these people from doing this and many hours later he comes out and says we love you please go home you know <laughs> Like this is all based off of a lie. Yeah. It is demonstrably false. Okay. It is he did not win this election. And he's, that is a fact. Yeah. He also this and this should make you Trump supporters extremely upset. He also got hundreds of millions of dollars for people to to donate to his stop the steal fucking uh That was a big part of the second one. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that is that is I think in essence they are trying to prove that he de- uh, he defrauded these people, which he did, but think about it, man. He took advantage of the, of your ilk. The same people that you support. Maybe you maybe some of our very few listeners that maybe happen to be conservative donated to his stop the steal campaign. Yeah. He stole that money from you. Okay, that is a fact. They they are doing ten. He lost the election, and that is a fact. Okay, like and the insurrection was all over this. People died over this shit, man. I I don't understand what what about this is representative of the America that you are so patriotic and proud of. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. I know it really does blow my mind. It does. I'm sorry. That that wasn't the eye opener. Like, just because you don't like Hillary, like, okay, I get it, you know, but, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This Why was didn't you planned... guys vote for someone else in the primaries, for fuck's sake, other than Ted Cruz? Yeah. God. Anyways. That, that... But that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's been extremely informative. I'm blown by so much information. Hearing these people testify from, like, the internal conversations and the, the air all around them yeah. in that administration and how it needed to go down the way he knew what he knew and the, the moves that were taken. And he, they have the ex lawyers, you know, that were, that were first defending it. And then being like, this is a losing battle. You know, there were 62 different, they want to say, well, he never got his fair day in court. There were 62 different court cases that were yeah. thrown out for garbage. And it's, it, but there's so much more. And you, you, honestly, in 1954, they did the, after the McCarthy, it was the McCarthy hearings. The McCarthy mm-hmm. hearings were all about finding the communists. But, but he became, because the nation like fell in love with him for some reason for getting the communists out, he became somewhat of a demigod in his own mind and started making a bunch of horrible decisions. Yeah. So he was investigated. Yeah. And when he was investigated, they did this big ass court hearing scenario where they just present the facts. And that's all this is. There's not going to be any legal situation after this. Maybe if the DOJ acts, but that's not what this is about. It's just about, we 
got a committee together, took all the information and really summarized it so that this is what happened for the historical record. And I couldn't be happier that it's happening because I don't think it's going to do anything. I think we are just a complete lost and divided country, but that being able to look back in 10 years and say like when we're studying this, okay, well at least we did the in-depth to figure out how this all happened. You may not agree once, with it, but it's real. Yeah. You know, once my kid starts, you know, coming of age and starting to understand how ridiculous the world is. Yeah. That'll be about the I time. Can be like, well, 10 years ago, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that DeSantis guy he used to be the governor of uh, president DeSantis he used yeah. to be the governor of, yeah, President Florida. DeSantis. You see Moderna and Pfizer authorized under five vaccines. Mm-hmm. And that's that can happen in now 49 of the 50 states, yeah. not Florida, because yeah. they're campaigning against it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's going to be our next president. Like, yeah, he is going to be our next president, I think. And oh, sucks. oh, my God. It's just another not, shit show. Biden hasn't really done a particularly good job, but no, he's a piece of shit as well. Quid pro quo in a world that needs drastic change. Yeah. Or not quid pro quo, status quo. My bad. Yeah, he's it's just more of the same. Well, probably quid pro quo. It's more of the same, but it's not off the fuck. It's it's more of the same that wasn't, you know, great or anything. Certainly wasn't trending in the right direction as far as climate change goes, but off the rails is what fucking Trump was. Yeah. And off the rails with maybe a little more I hate to say intelligence, but at least savvy when it comes to politics. Like DeSantis yeah. is gonna know what to say. So yeah. again, keep that ostensible charm, but behind closed doors, he's going to be just as bad as Trump because the guy's a fucking bigot and a douchebag. Yeah, it's the same bag. It's just like yeah. DeSantis is smart and Trump's an idiot. I don't think he's smart. He's a Harvard graduate. I don't necessarily think he's... I just, I think... Oh, I think he's very intelligent. He I knows think exactly he's, what he's doing. I think he is politically savvy in a way that Trump is not. He has tact. Trump yeah. is just off the fucking rails and... I don't know, maybe... <sighs> What's scarier? Honestly, Trump's scarier. Because you're putting an unhinged person in the seat again, whereas yeah, I think DeSantis, so. Because I don't think DeSantis is going to tell people to storm the fucking Capitol if he no. doesn't win the presidency. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't think DeSantis is going to do that. I think if DeSantis wants to win, if he wants to get the Republican nomination or the Republican fucking you know butt plugs behind him in Congress, he's going to have to start fucking disavowing Trump. Oh, well, he already I mean, is. They're battling. Yeah, it's happening. And I mean, if you if you don't see that writing on the wall, yeah. like what what do the Democrats have coming up? Who, who do you see holding the presidency? There isn't anybody because we don't have anybody. Yeah, we don't have anyone. We're fucked. Yep. We've done. We've put, we, we've, I'm an independent, but again, <laughs> at this point. As this, a nation, in, we're fucked. In this bipartisan system that I'm thrust into as an independent, yeah, I, I can't. I'm, I'm probably going to vote in the left. Well, yeah. I will. Of course. For the foreseeable future based on what <laughs> there's in front, there is in front of it's us. It's our so. only defense is to vote. Unless Kinzinger decides that he wants to run and somehow wins the nomination. <laughs> But that'll never happen. I mean, even if it did, he's too, uh, it's not enough for a DeSantis win. We got too many kooks in this country, man. I don't know. I was just talking about on the right, yeah. You're right. We don't have anybody on the left. No. Biden probably will run again, but he won't win. No, he has done nothing um, that There's I too many see. centrists that are going to vote their pocketbooks. Yeah. Inflation's going to kill them. Gas prices, they're just, whether they, whether they believe it or not, they're just going to. They're going to be like, ah, well, whatever. My life will improve when I have somebody that, you know, lets all the money flow to me because there there are definitely left, you know, fucking left and center centrist people out there that earn a lot of money and mm-hmm. are probably losing a lot of money, too. Well, so people we have vote, all that to look People vote to. their pockets. And if DeSantis is, becomes president, which he will, we'll have plenty to talk about. So it does bode yeah. well because I believe with the coming of your child, there will be uh, a large break, probably, that we're going to have a hard time getting together. So, um, you know, we'll power yes, through. He's, he's due in August. We're going to try and get one more in. I think July 16th is the next available time that I will have. Um, so that puts me about probably two at tops, three weeks out. So we'll see people. Yeah. For any of you people that want to listen to us go way over an hour, well, not way over, but over an hour because whatever. Sorry. I had plenty to talk about. I felt like I wasn't just putting filler in there. I feel like I was curtailing. No, myself. that was it was good. But I mean, we're gonna be telling a lot of our any of our, you know, more progressive listeners stuff that they've already heard or they want to hear, but I know a couple of our conservative people. Yeah. Hi. And I, I wanna answer Hello. <laughs> I wanna answer one of their questions real quick. Okay. Um ask one of them asked me if so, you know, if we take these weapons away, then won't human beings just resort to um 
just killing each other with sticks and stones and stuff like that. And I'll be like, well, yeah, I mean, to a point, sure. But that's telling me that humans will always find a way to kill each other is, I mean, that's just, that's almost like intrinsic, like in human beings, like there's always going to be conflict and stuff like that. But like, we're talking about something that makes it extremely easy to kill human beings that generate shitloads of money every single fucking year for people that ignore children being, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's what I would say to you, buddy. Yeah. Statistically, you you can't, uh, you know, you look at China or you look at, um, even in the UK where, they have an epidemic of knife violence, but it 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 doesn't it pales in comparison to gun exactly. violence. Exactly. I mean, think think about how hard how much harder it is to kill somebody with a knife. How much harder harder and more even even more intimate it is to kill somebody like that or to strangle them. You know what I mean? It's just so much easier to pull a trigger and run away. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. So clearly, I mean, we're we're talking about the the levels of violence being committed against humans here that seems to be in our nature. So why make it easier? Yeah. <laughs> that would be my answer to that, man. That's it's pretty cut and dry in my opinion without hearing the question sure. coming from him, but yeah, yeah, we could always kill each other no matter what, but it's the, it's the rate of killing that we're trying to to bring back, bring down. Yeah, not bring back. Bring down. Well, bring, backwards. Bring it bring back backwards. down. Backwards. Bring it back down. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> bring the killing volume down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, well, shit, man. Episode 7, good times. That was that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Some info for y'all people to... Uh, take it to the streets. Yeah, take it to the streets. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Our podcast is called This. The Slayers of Boredom Podcast. What? Yeah. yeah.